Hello, hello, hello. This is some kind of a star to steer her by. That podcast, Star Trek. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bames Nons having a strunk. What are you, Jake? I, I'm two and a half coffees in. We'll see how this goes. Oh, slow down, Janeway. <laughs> All right, yeah. So we're doing we're doing the Star Trek podcast. We always do. You know and love it. You've been listening to it for two hundred and forty four episodes now. Hot diggity, which is quite a lot. It's so Hot. many that we're into our coverage of Voyager season two, covering episodes non sequitur and twisted. As usual, this is Ames. As you've come to expect, this is Caitlin. Jake. <laughs> and as always, I'm left with the broken chain of joke. This is Chris. <laughs> it's the same every week. It's kind of, or it's the same every four weeks when I intro, because Jake does that and doesn't pick it up. Anyway, Tradition. speaking of not getting picked up, let's talk about non sequitur. Because we're talking about a, a day in the life of Harry Kim and yeah. how fucking fucked up it is. So... <laughs> In non sequitur, Harry King wakes up in San Francisco and thinks, uh, this isn't the Voyager. And his girlfriend <laughs> Libby is there. And he thinks, what? This, this is Tom Paris. <laughs> this is neither of the Delaney sisters. Something uh. is afoot. So it turns out this is some kind of reality bubble in which Harry never got accepted to his posting on the Voyager. But his friend Daniel Bird went instead and now everyone on Earth has assumed it's blown up or something. Typical Voyager. But wait! The Voyager crew roster, which Kim has been tooling around in, is missing another familiar name. Neil. Marseille. Uh, no. no, I mean Paris. We have to go to Marseille <laughs> to see Paris. Good joke, Voyager writers. No. Uh, but we're going to go play some pool with Tom at Sandrine's. And we learn... That since uh, Kim never met Tom in Caretaker, since Kim didn't go on the Voyager and all, Tom actually did get in a big fight with Quark, and Odo had him thrown in the brig instead of getting to go on the mission, because Odo was a giant buzzkill. <laughs> so now the feds are after Harry for all the snooping around he's been doing. Run, Harry, run! They might <laughs> learn that you're a mucky spy, or a changeling. Because you remember, at this point in the timeline, changelings are everywhere. Or a universe, mirror universe double or something. Get him. Uh, and that's when <laughs> this shifty fuck that I could tell from the first moment we met him, Cosmo, the, the cafe manager, comes over to Harry and is like, Hey, Harry, I'm here to watch you. Creepily. God. Oh, but it's because your shuttle crossed one of my species' time streams, which I'm not going to bother explaining. Let me tell you how to get home. And Harry's like, yes, because I don't want to stay here with Libby trying to watch her act. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Libby. She was bad. Oh, oh boy. Libby. I got stories on Libby. Okay, now pretend that I haven't been home for years. <laughs> oh, Harry, I love you. Welcome home. Just now kidding. pretend it, it, was, it was a little better than that. I'm the I'm this I'm a senior football player in high school, and you're a cheerleader. No, stop it, Harry. <laughs> anyway, I, know, I was like, why do we have to watch anyway, their let, creepy role play? <laughs> Weird. We're not quite out of the summer yet. I know we're but close. She was the moment was there. It That's was okay. fun. It was a good moment. But yeah, anyway, uh, 
Tom pops by to also have a good moment with Harry and do an escape. And they shot, they hop in the shiny new roundabout, uh, the Yellowstone, to go find this time stream that we've heard about. And it totally, it gets this Tom killed, or he never existed, or all of this happened in Cosmo's nightmare. I don't quite know. We're going to talk about it. Uh, because now Harry's back on the Voyager with all of his friends and an impossible story to tell the end. And okay. then Odo's like, tell Harry Kim it was me. I want him to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi. Okay. So here's what's really disturbing about this episode. Everybody. They cast this girl who played Libby. Well, that too. But like, this wasn't, you know, this wasn't a, this wasn't an alien simulation. This wasn't a holodeck. This wasn't any of that shit. This was reality. Yeah, Harry has these memories. Yeah, like, it just got altered from Harry's perspective. So, like, the fuck is wrong with Starfleet? Lots. They send a big-ass fucking starship after... Nebula class. Yeah. And instead of just trying to tractor it in, they're gonna blow it up? Well, in, like, well, it's also—it's got like newfangled technology or something. Sure, and... but 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 like, let's look at this, right? According to this episode, the punishment for fucking treason is eighteen months. Now, is that, I what, get, is that what Tom Paris got? Yeah, well, and I un- get that. Unlike now, when it's nothing at all. <laughs> well, um, you get your own show on Fox News. <laughs> yeah, well, but like, and I get it. It's Starfleet, the only fucking death sentence is going to Talos 4. But 18 months for treason. It was okay. a light it was treason. Just a little treason. Yes. I just got- <laughs> but apparently stealing a somewhat experimental runabout is just death. And also like, I they wouldn't even entertain his claims. And it's like, are none of you in Starfleet? This kind of bizarre shit happens 12 times a week to everybody. Well, he just wasn't talking to the right people. You know? Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, I was I'm thinking... Talking, talking to some, you know, middle manager who doesn't know anything. Yeah, and that's, also when, yeah. when Harry's, like, running away down the street and all the Starfleet heavies are, like, chasing him, I'm <laughs> like, why is this a chase scene? You have phasers with a, with a wide beam stun. Yeah. <laughs> well, not to mention, like, watching Harry Kim, like, wiggle his way down a fucking fire escape while seriously intense chase music happens is absolutely asinine. Yeah, like, he's like, dun, 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 dun. He's like, whoa, 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 This scene definitely <laughs> called for... I will say, one thing I thought that was a really nice touch, though, from the, the set designer, was the fact that the streets are no longer for cars. Mm. Like, how, did, how did they, how did they um, portray that? Well, they no, just like the didn't have mi- cars. People, well, no, the middle of the roads had like trees and benches, and people were just freely walking in the street, like they knew they didn't have to worry about cars coming. Instead of pavement, it was all bricked over. Like there's hover cars and transporters now, so the streets are yeah, just this, for people. This is why the other week when when we saw a truck, everyone was like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. What does it do? Like they easily could have forgotten because this was obviously just some backlot set. Otherwise. But they yeah. remembered, like, oh yeah, we need we 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 can like hide the yellow lines, and we can cover the pavement, and we can make it, you know, uh, streets are strictly pedestrian again, which is something that you know I remember reading about that once. Like, yeah, you know, we were all born 
well after the invention of the automobile, so we forget that once upon a time, streets were just as much for pedestrians as, you know, the occasional cart or horse. Like, the idea that we're sort of restricted to the sidewalk is, relatively speaking, a very new concept. Oh, yeah. I love because I've read I've seen somewhere where there was like just discussion of like what it was like when there were like the first cars tooling around in the roads with the pedestrians and the horses and car and wagons and all this bullshit and how it was basically a free for all. Yeah. And it became a man. We hate all these fucking cars because they keep running over pedestrians. Yeah, it's um. so it was a really just is a. Something they didn't have to ever think of, but they clearly did, and I'm impressed. So what bothers me about this is that so this is what, like eight months after Voyager disappeared? Is that what they said? Eight like months something? after yeah. he got out of the Academy. So anywhere and from like w- seven to eight months. Well, I think it was established in Caretaker that right the, the second he got out of the Academy, it's like, I'm going to Voyager now. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's probably right. eight months. All right. So let's say it's eight months. So, what has, so is there another version of Harry that's been living in this timeline for eight months that was just replaced with Harry from, you know, Voyager timeline? Because, you know, clearly he's been there. He's been working on this, this shuttlecraft. Uh, he's been banging that, that, that woman uh, and, and, you know, so and he's been going to memorial services for his friend. So w- what happened to that guy? So that's right. That's what's kind of complicated is like. They say this is like a whole new reality that was built up around Cosmo, Cosmos people. Yeah, mm. I think it's Cosimo. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. There's an eye in like, there. Like, oh, like shit. Ita- I didn't realize. Like Italian. Like Kokomo. Yeah. Cosmo is Kramer. And yeah. Every time you say Cosmo, I'm picturing Kramer. Yeah, I get that. Bursting in through a door in space-time. But on the other hand, you know, if we look at uh, that... Fuck, what's that Worf episode called there? Parallels? Parallels. Like, in theory, this reality does exist somewhere. Hmm. So were there two of them? Or, yeah, did Harry, like... Right over himself? Yeah. Yeah, it would be interesting if... Because here's the thing, right? So Harry evidently jumps to this other timeline after passing through the space bullshit replaces the version of Harry that's been in this timeline, but he doesn't go back in time. He's still at the same point in time, just in a different timeline. But when he goes back through the space bullshit, he's back instantly where he left. It's not like two days later. Yeah. So it'd be interesting if like there was, if like they swapped, like if the Harry from this timeline went into the Voyager timeline and, and everyone was like, why the fuck am I here? That's just mirror, mirror. Uh, Yeah, yeah, basically. But that would make more sense. Even if we didn't see that, I think it's weird that Harry went back to the point at which he first left. I think it's inconsistent that he should have been a couple days later. Yeah, I think mm. the issue there is we don't really get to know literally anything about what the implications of this time stream alien race thing is. Yeah. Except that Cosimo is one of them and yeah. that's and he basically magical MacGuffins it away. This is basically the 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 week of we're not gonna bother explaining what the hell this was because we needed to get to the end of the episode week. That's a very good way to put it. We're also assuming that Cosmo is telling the truth. He could also be full of shit. He could Oh be, yeah. He's know, there to bang Libby. 
You know, he could be just fucking with Harry. And just to, Libby. Just, to, just to see what happens. So yeah, you said there were stories about her. What's the deal with Libby? All right, Libby. Libby's actress, Jennifer Gatti, <laughs> we've seen before. Have we? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, she played Ba'el in, I forget if that's even how you pronounce it, Ba'el in Birthright, the half Klingon, half Romulan chick that Worf tries to get down with. Oh, I don't remember her being bad in that one. Oh, well, she, no, was she was Klingon. She, she was bad in that one, too. Oh, yeah. She, was. she wasn't as bad as this one, though. This one was, oh, Harry, come sit on the couch with me. <clears throat> But also, imagine it being difficult to act like you love Harry Kim. I mean, look at him. He's so cute. <laughs> I feel like I could do it. I'd be like, aw, Harry. Yeah, and this so actress cute. also... I, I have a feeling the reason that <laughs> this actress got this work is because she's fucking stacked. Because in both episodes, she there are scenes in which she's wearing hardly any clothing. <clears throat> I wasn't that impressed by her towel scene. <laughs> what were you but hoping I'm... out of a towel scene, Caitlin? I don't know. I'm just, I'm hard to impress, I guess. I well, know. Harry was impressed because they, they did the do. They didgery didn't. No, no, they, they. Oh, was she Harry's girlfriend before he yeah. left? So... Yeah, yeah, that's, that's Libby. Okay. It's unclear what she does. She was like, uh, we both got a busy day. He gets home true. at like three and she's just had her shower finally. She's like an actress. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Here's what was also weird. When he asked the date, she gave it, it, like, a star date. But, like, clearly normal people still use normal dates in this world because when he goes outside, yeah, there's, there's a, like sign a sign for, like, an event happening August 14th. Huh. Like, why would civilians use, especially on a planet? Well, we don't know that she's a civilian. No, that's Do true. we for sure? I mean, But why, why would someone living on a planet use a star date? That does seem weird. Like, you just think if you're on a planet, you just be like, yeah, it's, it's, it's August 9th, well, I, I guess at that point, though, you always kind of have to think about both dates and know what's what. Or maybe you're at an app that does the, does the conversion for you. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. She might know because Harry's in Starfleet doing things, and therefore she knows, like, oh, Harry needs me to tell him the date in this format. Mm, yeah. Um, so, it's, yeah. Oh, good. As I say, it seems ridiculous to me how eager Tom Paris is to apparently participate in this, this scheme. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's like, okay, so what's going to happen? Well, you're probably going to go to jail or get killed in this, you know, heist that we're going to do. And in the very best case scenario, you're going to be trapped across the galaxy forever. Oh, but okay. This, but this Tom wouldn't have any awareness of that. That's true. This Tom literally just went and sacrificed himself for fun. Well, I mean, Harry filled him in, apparently. It's like, it's like, he's like, listen, look at my life. My life is shit. All I do is spend all day in Sandrine's playing pool. At least if I go to the Delta Quadrant, I can spend all day on a ship in the holodeck at Sandrine's playing pool. <laughs> yeah, like, like, seriously, it's like, oh, no, I play pool and get like, shit faced in a world without money. No. Sucks. I mean, I guess being a drunk sucks, but I mean I mean you know, just yeah. work on that part of yourself yeah. then you exactly. I think so much of it is like he makes a comment like this is the first time since my whole McKee adventure that yeah. someone has seen literally any ounce of potential in me, and that's kinda nice, therefore I now I'm your best friend. 
Yeah, well, their 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 friendship is just so pure; it transcends broken realities. Mm. Oh, I like that. I like how the music in Sandrine's was like Frenchy bullshit music, mm. like, <laughs> still lutes and shit. Like, come on. None if of the. Was, if it was an Irish pub, it would only be like. Oh yeah, yeah. Irish music and. It's like how fucking uh, future man. Everything's a stereotype. Trying to emulate the uh, ancient, uh, ancient Ireland. <laughs> it's like fucking uh, Inspector Gadget. How wherever he went, they would play like the Inspector Gadget theme in the background on whatever the stereotypical like mm. local music was. So oh, it'd be the same weird. thing, you know. You know, if he went to Paris, it would be all like accordions and lutes. If he'd gone to Ireland, it would be all fifes and shit. You know the um, shit. I just had a th- I had a thought. On a train, and then the train crashed. Oh, uh, no! Here's what it is: Snowpiercer. <laughs> so you know, you know that Sandrine's is actually a theme restaurant. It's just like fucking Planet oh Hollywood or something. Ooh, or the Rainforest, Rainforest like, Cafe. Yeah, it's like, oh, go experience old old France before it was wiped out and the language was destroyed. Yeah, yeah, it's Epcot. It's great. I, it's fucking oh my Epcot God, Center. Yes, it's Epcot. Tom, I love to Tom get- thinks it's like the most culturally fucking thing ever and, and everyone else is like oh, you're at fucking sandrines tom Jesus what are you Christ. five have, have you, you want to go to fridays after come on jake have you told the story on this podcast of of your friend's favorite restaurant oh i don't know it's a good yeah, story yeah yeah it was um a co-worker who was like visiting from abroad right yeah 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 okay, yes so i have you, told the story i don't need to tell yep, it again then. yep she was very excited about the rainforest cafe yeah as well she should be who wouldn't I've, be? I've actually never been to one of them. Oh, it's to be cute. Honest. I mean, it's an experience, you know. The food's fine, but it's really, really pretty. I used to actually used to go with my parents kind of frequently. <laughs> hmm. There there must have been one nearish by or something, because I feel like I remember going with my mom and stepdad like quite a few times. Well, I know the first thing we're doing when I'm out of quarantine. Speaking of all the fun things you can do on Earth, why does Harry want to leave and be tortured by the Delta Quadrant so badly? If you yeah, met oh, his girlfriend. Yeah, because because my buddy Big Bird is stuck in the Delta Quadrant is jumping me. Big Bird. Big Bird. Also, this way, uh, Tom never, you know, gets to live a good life instead of a shitty life and be redeemed and all this shit. It's like, I, if I was Tom Paris, I'd be like, okay, listen, Harry, even if what you told me is true, I got a plan B. How about you and me hang out at Sandrine's, <clears throat> get shit-faced all the time, and plow hookers? Sounds like a plan. I know these two pretty, these two lovely hookers, the Delaney sisters, you'll love them. And Harry Kim's like, oh no, they're here too. And you know what? <laughs> no, no, what it, they can actually act like they're having a good time. <laughs> no, what it is, there's four Delaney sisters, two on Voyager, two on Earth. Oh, there you go. Actually, being fair, did they ever say there's only two Delaney sisters on Voyager? Maybe it's a crazy orgy. Seven Delaney sisters, two. It just becomes incest after a little while. I mean... Yes, and that's gross, but I bet Tom's into it. Yeah, just do just do uh, the normal really porn thing and, and say they're all stepsisters. There we go. Yep, there it is. No relation. It's fine. Maybe they're just maybe they're just nuns from a convent called Delaney. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and and Tom is like, challenge accepted. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture some weird like Starfleet version of a nun's outfit. It it kind of works, I guess. Ooh. It would be a scant yeah. for sure. I also am enjoying the mental image of Big Bird at the, at oh, the God. Helm. Yeah. People <laughs> trying to see the screen around him. They're like, could you just 
Scooch I'm down betting a that fucking Danny Bird hates Harry's guts anyway because he's all <laughs> Big Bird all the time. What? He's like, ah, oh, your name's your name's Danny Bird. Oh, cool. Oh, you're like kind of a big guy. You're on the football team. You know what? I I'm gonna call you Big Bird and fucking Bird's like, God fucking damn this guy. I am God Larry. Uh, I am Larry Bird's great 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 <laughs> great grandson, and I do not deserve this treatment. I just I love that something you said offhand is now Voyager canon. Yep. Well, the that other sounds, piece it, of Voyager it does canon. sound like Harry's style. To be fair, yeah. And that, Voyager shouldn't be allowed to write its own canon anyway. It's not very good at it. So I think putting Jake in charge is great. <laughs> Birds probably in in you know in the normal reality he probably got together with Harry's Harry Kim. H- Harry's Kim's girlfriend there, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was there. He was the shoulder to cry on when, when the memorial. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Bird, you prick! What a son of a bitch! That asshole! We hate you know that what? Guy. Fuck Bird! What a douche! Fucking big Bird! I hope he fucking, fucking dies guy. in the Dominion War. You know what? Yikes. Actually, you know what? You know what happened? He's actually not. Even in the in the in the alternate reality, he's not actually trapped on Voyager. He actually died in the suicide machine. That's what that's that's yeah. that's the canon. Oh no, an emanations? Shit. Yeah. Because yeah. well, he didn't have Harry's chutzpah. Yeah, exactly. It's got very weird. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start saying some new things. Yeah, okay. please let us uh, help. Our our newest best friend, Admiral Strickler. Yeah, he was uh, familiar. Well we're like we're Admiral later Stickler. Basically, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna see rules. that. We're gonna see that actor Jack Shearer as a different admiral in First oh, Contact sh- and in some later Voyager episodes. That's which, why he was familiar. Which everyone is like, this, "Is is this the same guy?" Because he's never named Strickler in this episode. It's only in like the script and shit. Right. And people just assume he's the same guy, but he's not for some reason. Because later well, he'll play Admiral Hayes. But the thing is, it didn't. The one in First Contact die? Because uh, I'm pretty well, sure they say his the ship. Yeah, and I think they say his ship was destroyed, which well, is why Picard. Been, he might have evacuated. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's but here's true. the here's the other thing, though. So this First Contact hasn't happened yet, right? Uh, chronologically, so right. that's okay. But I could also see that being like a another Nick Lacarno situation, where like, oh well. If we use that character, even though he was unnamed, if we use that character in future episodes, we'll have to pay some kind of royalty to the writers of this episode that we don't want to have to pay. Mm. Huh. I mean, the thing is... Hire the same actor and give him a different name. I just figure, you know what, honestly, since like Ames said, they never actually say his name in the episode, and this and that, fuck it, it's the same guy as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but as far as the Writers Guild is concerned, it's a different guy. Yeah, exactly. He was originally meant to be Deanna Troy, but they couldn't secure Marita Sirtis. But but Deanna Troy is not becoming an admiral. Come on. <laughs> or I think she would just be there just kind of like counsel? I don't know what else she would have done. Feel like it would have been she... interesting if like if if maybe they thought he was going nuts. Like, yeah, like... he was going nuts over like losing his his friend Birdie Boy and <sighs> They prescribe him to go talk to, to Troy, and it obviously makes things worse. And she's like, I sense that you are feeling something. <laughs> the, the other thing, I just feel like she'd be more sympathetic to his cause, too, because she's seen some shit. I was mm-hmm. so fucking annoyed by the girlfriend being like, Harry, you're not being very funny, asshole. Go to work. I was like, wouldn't you think she'd be like, maybe my fiance is having some kind of mental break? Like, no. Nope. <laughs> Not this chick. She can't handle that. 
Like, she did eventually say, like, maybe you should see a therapist. But I was like, I would have been the second that someone was like, wait, I have a big meeting. Wait, I have what? Wait, what day is it? I'd be like, something's not right here. And and his supposed friend, like, oh, you better be dying. Like, God, no wonder he wants to get back to Voyager. If, if this is, like, what the his Voyager. life was like. Yes. Yeah, friends Beforehand, like he's surrounded by assholes on Earth. Yeah. Right? yeah, it's not a good situation. Also, apparently, it's really easy to become an engineer. I know. Oh, you can't go on the Voyager? Uh, here, design a fancy new roundabout. Well, maybe yeah. apparently he's just really good at it because his fancy new roundabout, he's the one that figures out the problems with the whatever it is. Maybe it was like his, um, you know, minor. His, what? His minor at the academy. <clears throat> no, I was going to say the uh, his his buddy that there, maybe he did like 99% of the work and like Harry did one thing. <laughs> and so they like, figured oh. out the coils, which apparently were like the really important part. Hmm. It would have been interesting if they if they had used that as an opportunity to make a callback to something Harry did on Voyager. It's like, oh yeah, he was good at X. Yeah. What is makes... what is Harry good at on the Voyager though? Uh, um, being captured. Yeah, being captured, ending up in bad situations. Well, as we into find the suicide out, machine. Being a general whipping boy for this show. As we find out in the next episode, he's a bright spot for Janeway. Aw, that's cute. Which is she would have said that to whoever was there. She thought she was dying. She would have had a slightly different message, you know, like, Lieutenant Paris, um, you weren't as big an asshole as I thought you were going to be. <laughs> Neelix, your cooking is... Awful. Is. God awful. It is. It sure, it sure it is. It is edible in the strictly definitive sense. <laughs> in the it most is, technical of terms. It is somewhat better than the ration packs. Is it? Or eating dirt. I don't know dirt. I think it is. It's probably better than eating dirt, but you'd have to ask Kess because she's hey, the one who knows there you for go. sure. Yeah. Hey oh. But that's next episode. But yeah, speaking um, of things um Kim episode. gets to do. This episode was because uh, uh Garrett Wang apparently had gone to Brandon Braga saying, Man, in season one, Kim doesn't get to do a lot. Like I'm like the one guy in the whole show that you haven't needed to use a stunts person for. Even Kess you've used a stunts person for. So it'd be nice if I, you know, got to do some action or have a romance or, you know, have a great chase scene. And Brag is like, I'm going to fit it all in oh one episode. Oh, a no. great chase scene. Down a terrible romance. A terrible chase scene. <laughs> that chase scene was absolutely fucking hysterical. Ne I was like, what is happening? Why is this happening? Never ask Brandon Braga for anything. Uh -huh. he, is, I like how he is a monkey's paw. When so Harry jumps out the window and then the two security guys are gonna go after him and then the girlfriend stands in front of the window yeah. and like ah fuck I guess we gotta go around <laughs> like they don't just shove her out of the way or anything they just they leave the apartment they and, can't and assault a civilian they could but they could, one of them does this almost is, get him by jumping business. through the windows at him well plus the minute she's blocking them from getting to their quarry she's an accomplice that's true exactly. <sighs> well then she'll get eighteen months for light treason be fine yeah there you go. But then, then they got to the place downstairs, and someone was like, "Yes, please jump through my open window." <laughs> yeah. Oh man, like I get that, like no one's looking for the Earth posting, but you think they'd have at least one competent, sec competent security guy on Earth. I'm just bummed they didn't have those fancy security costumes from uh, Star Trek Three. Mmm. Yes. With the <laughs> With badges the that we hate. The yeah. Here's a note I made. It's a good thing for us that Harry can only read out loud. 
Because <laughs> that's something that always takes me out of like a show or a movie or something is mm. like the audience needs to know what the character is reading. So they yeah. automatically always have to read it out loud. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Star Trek three. <laughs> okay. So they steal the runabout and they have to fly it through the space doors. Yep. They were not the same space doors that we saw in Star Trek three that the, that the enterprise went through, but I submit and I might, you know, I only saw this the one, you know, just saw it last night. But now that I'm thinking about it, I submit that the space doors that we saw in this episode were actually the doors of the Dyson Sphere in Relics. They were. They were. There yeah, we they, were they? They were. Yeah, wow. they they reused the Relics doors. And for any of the other, like, San Francisco shots, they used all the different TOS movie footage for establishing yeah, that, shots. Yeah, that was obvious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, somehow within 20 years, all of, like, when we see, like, futuristic Boston in Picard, it's like a fucking, it looks like Vegas. You know? Like we see they just went to Encore. Yeah, that's where uh, uh, the girl that, that explodes lives. Dosh? How did I forget that? Yeah. I thought, oh, wow, yeah, I thought it was Frisco or something. Um, I don't think I had any idea. I just yeah, had no. no, I just didn't know it was Boston. Wow. But uh I think it was. Picard is now at least fifteen percent better. <laughs> but uh, I suppose you could justify the doors being different because like they probably aren't keeping experimental runabouts in the same like main mushroom hangar mm -hmm. that they keep the starships in. But it, but, yeah, was, the, it was the doors from the Dyson. I'm yeah, it was. I, Very good I eye. Yeah. I was like, those are not the right space doors. <laughs> yeah, no, they but I've seen weren't. those doors before. Nerd. What did Nerd. what did Chris think of the using the deflector dish to do new and exciting things on Voyager? Oh Jesus! Or they patched the transporter through it this time, right? Something like that. I was like, oh, Chris yeah. is going to notice that. I did. <laughs> he loves the deflector dish. dish. They have two. Oh yeah, they got that weird little one in the hawker. Uh, it's, it's the it's the cure all for Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, overall, I think I like this one just because I think it was a very cute little showcase for Harry to do something fun. Yeah, yeah. The time stuff I kind of wish was at all understandable or like the dimension stuff or whatever this time stream was. But I appreciate that it existed. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I am OK with it. You know, I like the idea that, you know, he jumped into an alternate universe through some sort of space bullshit. But, you know, and it could have just been, they could have just pulled the same shit that they pulled in Parallels, which is basically what it ended up being, uh, right? Because in Parallels, what was it, Worf flew through some space bullshit that, I flipped, think him so, to, yeah. that flipped him to another universe, and then he, somehow, every time he was near Geordi, it flipped him to another Yeah, one. yeah, it was somehow related to, like, the energy given off by his uh, visor. visor. By Geordi's visor. Um, but that's basically the same thing here, you know, Harry Kim... Mm -hmm flew through some space bullshit. Now, if he had encountered... See, there you go. That's what could have happened. He could have he could have had Marina as his as his psychiatrist, and then she's like, oh, my friend Jordy from the Enterprise is visiting, and then he jumps to another universe. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> or he runs into a Mr. Worf who's also very confused. Yeah. No, yeah, she's... No, he, he meets with his, his psychiatrist, Deanna Troy, and she's like, oh, I'd like you to meet my husband, Worf. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and there yeah. is no Alexander. I really did like them together. It was a big bummer for me. 
That's do you like them or Troy Riker better, though? No, I actually kind of like her and Worf. I think Troy Riker is so fucking expected and predictable. It, it was lazy. Yeah, oh, it was definitely that. But I just, I liked, I kind of just, I don't know, man. I know this is TNG shit. I just really liked, uh, you know, the, what do you call it? Dynamic? Yes. Chemistry. No, dichotomy of, is that what I mean? Dichotomy? Whatever. The, whatever it is of like someone who is very like empathic, allegedly, and who is very like feeling and like, you know, led by her thoughts and her heart and all this shit. And then fucking warrior smash everything man. Mm. Yeah. The one who has lots of feelings for, for Troy to sense. Yes. Yeah, and he is always led by his heart. Say, so, I sense, I sense you're a bit grumpy. No shit. That's my background radiation. Well done. All right. Well, uh, we're going to wrap things up at Sandrine's here and go to a different Sandrine's, you know, yeah. for fun. God damn it. <laughs> Welcome to Sandrine's this week. We're going to talk about Twisted. Woo! Neat. All right. So in Twisted, quick synopsis for you. Be sure to tip your bartender. <laughs> Don't get it. Because it's the EMH. Oh, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely tip the EMH. He's great. It is Kess's second birthday. And the Voyager, for her oh. birthday... Got her a spatial distortion wave that turns the whole ship into a labyrinth that no one can fucking solve. Why didn't her, she see this shit coming with her psychic ability? The her fuck psychic ability. She doesn't. She doesn't have power over it yet. Also, so um, far, I don't think they've established that she can see into the future at the moment. Unclear. Yeah, we're gonna learn more about Kess throughout this season, I think. But right now, we basically get about a half an hour of shots of crew members wandering hallways and not getting where they want to go. And everyone keeps ending up back at Sandrine's in the holodeck because it's a set we already have because this is the last of the fucking season one episodes that were holdovers because they were doing bottle episodes every goddamn week to save money. Mm. Wow. So... While shimmying around in the Jeffrey's tubes, Janeway nearly gets sucked into some bullshit and loses consciousness. Tuvok and Chakotay can't stop bickering, and we lose Neelix entirely somehow. Hooray! All the things that happen, Torres and Kim have mastered getting back to engineering, which confused me a whole lot. Uh, And they proceed to make the problem worse. So, make the problem worse. So, Tuvok declares, Welp! The only thing le- left to do is to let this thing kill us. Thanks, Tuvok. <coughs> and because this episode needed some way to wrap up, it turns out this thing isn't actually harmful. They're going to kill us at all. And it might be sentient because every fucking thing we encounter is sentient now. Jesus Christ. So this wave thing, all it wanted to do all along was celebrate Cass's birthday by giving her a whole bunch of data as a present, which, spoilers... No one's ever going to end up reading this fucking data. The end. Yeah. Hooray. Chapter chapter 3000. How to jump across the galaxy instantly. Seriously. Skip. Skip intro. <laughs> oh, boy. So, um, you forgot to mention that our good friend Baxter is back. Oh, man. I was, was, I was working out Baxter. so hard. Oh, I didn't that realize guy. it was cold. I fucking hate Baxter so much. Oh, it got so cold in there, even though I was pumping so hard. Usually I get hot when I'm, you know, when I'm pumping iron. <laughs> it's so cold in there, you know. My Johnson got a little smaller, but, you know, I barely noticed because it's already so fucking big. <laughs> I mean, at least, at least he's still consistently a meathead. 
I just feel like if you got to have a meathead character, maybe you should cast a guy who looks like a meathead. Yeah, he doesn't look very meaty. His head, yeah, is, I don't know, it's, it's actually, his head looks decidedly pencil Yes, yeah. it's, it's kind of funnier in a way, though, to have like a Revenge of the Nerds uh, type guy being like, yeah, buddy, it was leg day. Uh, it's, like, it's like I was saying the other day, it's like fucking, it's Banya, you know? It's like, ah, I'm working out. I'm huge. <laughs> he did say that, I can confirm. It's gold, cast gold! <laughs> That, that's a Seinfeld thing? Yeah. Okay, I've, for, I've forgotten literally all the characters in Seinfeld because there's too many of them. That's one of the few Seinfeld references I have. But yeah. So this episode this ran episode incredibly happened. short, is what happened, it sounds like. <laughs> uh, it ran at least eight minutes short. Amazing. They had to add five extra scenes that had to be written on the fly, oh including all the scenes okay. in which Sandrine is sexually assaulting the doctor. Which oh, made yeah. me very Thank uncomfortable. God, they added more of that. Yeah, like, yeah. wow, ooh, that's, uh, this is weird. Well, if you won't fuck me, then you're fired. What? What is this, Quarks? Yeah, seriously, no <laughs> shit. She's like, didn't you see the fucking clause where it says you have to bang me when I feel like it? And you give her umaks. <sighs> I mean, it's... also the, um, I mean, Tom Paris did write this this holodeck program. So. Oh, well, they, maybe he does like bartender role play sometimes, and, and oh, that character, God. that NPC, is just programmed to hit on the bartender. So there what's it is. the deal? Like, did he and his mom have a bad relationship? Like, what is the deal with that? Because she's way too old for Tom Paris, right? Oh my! Oh no! She's a mature woman. I mean, before it got upsetting and rapey, it was hilarious seeing uh, the EMH in that little smock and beret. Which yeah. does, which is like, what? Nobody else was wearing a costume. Did he just like show up and was like, oh, I, th- I thought this was a costume party. He doesn't uh, get out much. He's allowed to get into it. I mean, I yeah, shit. So. The last time he was on the holodeck, he didn't get to wear a crazy like Beowulf outfit. And now he's making up for lost time. Okay. Yeah. And the woman was much better for him. Wait, in this one or in that? In Freya. Freya Beowulf. was much yeah. better than... Okay, Sandrine. I was going to say, I was like, wait a second, I really liked I liked Freya. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, that's what I'm great. saying. I got you. I'm with you now. I follow. And he got a, he got a, I'm a doctor, not a. Yeah. Which, was that his first one or... No, he's done it before. Because I know I like by like the end... I there was another one. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, but there has been at least one other one. And there's going to be like 25 more before the show's over. And that's how I know there was at least one more, because that's exactly what you said last time, Ames. Uh, (laughs) That's the first of many, and I was like, oh, good. Yeah, like by the end, I think he says it more than uh, DeForest Kelly ever did. Well, McCoy only ever said it like like eight times. At most. Yeah, we discussed this in our our trivia day. It's a low bar. Mm. Also, I'd like to point out that I think Tom Paris likes getting Neelix riled up about Cass. Yeah, oh, Tom. He, gi- he gives Cass a fucking romantic fucking gif. Three yeah. weeks of, uh, or two weeks of his salary. Replicator rations. Right. It's a yeah. locket with a picture of each of, of my testicles in each side. One oh, of <laughs> see, I thought they were gonna be a, it was going to be just a dick pic, but. It's actually, it's a picture of him and a picture of his uh, cousin Nick. I'm surprised in the future <laughs> lockets. Yeah, he couldn't put in the future d- lockets aren't like little hologram things, like uh, the, okay, the little thing that Data had of of Yar. Obviously, they are, but this is meant to be old timey because it's more meaningful that way. Also, that yeah. one would have cost four weeks of replicator rations. Also, also, there's no way you could fit a picture of Tom's dick in the locket. You need like a what's that wide shot thing called? You know, panorama. 
Panorama. There you go. Thank you. You'd at you least need a, need a, need a panoramic shot for that shit. Thank you, Ames. It, it Chris, folds Chris, out cut like that a center So it sounds like I said that shit right. Yeah, there yeah. it is. It just <laughs> you go to open the centerfold. You think it's just going to be a normal two pager? Eight more pages fall out. Holy! <laughs> shit. Oh my god! Uh, How does he yeah. walk? Yeah, this this is definitely the first time I was like, oh, Tom is making an egg. Tom, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but as usual, the problem is is that Neelix takes it out on Kess instead of saying, hey, stay away from my girl, Logan. Shit. Yeah, no, he goes about it all Stop wrong. Stop being a dick. But I was like, before I thought he was completely unjustified. Well, he was. Now he's only, you know, 99% unjustified. He was unjustified before. Having someone say, hey, it was nice talking to you. See you later is not like, you know what I'm saying? Like this... This arguably is like a little bit. This is a little weird. I'm, yeah, no, I'm like, Neelix, this being a little weird. As fuck. But up uh, to this point, being like, okay, we'll see you later, friend of mine, is not a bad thing. And Neelix was being a fucking psycho about it. So, or or the writers thought that that was a good sign. It's like not to a normal person. No, it's it definitely it's definitely the writers because I know after this episode, Michael Pillar, who's around doing some stuff. Basically sees this episode and realizes, oh god, we've done some damage to the Neelix character with this fucking bullshit. And it sounds like in future episodes he's going to try to like steer away from this whole constantly Good. being jealous thing. To which I say, thank you, Michael Pillar. Yeah, because well, we said it was either last week or two weeks ago. I was like, it's the one thing about him I could really like just do without. So if they'd like to drop it, that's fine by me. Yeah, like it's it's one thing like if he's jealous and then learns from it. Yeah, fine, good. That's it's a human trait. People do that, but you know, to be constantly like every couple of weeks, oh, Neelix is you know being upset that Kess looked at anyone but him. Somebody was breathing Kess's airs, Kess's air again. I I think then the worst part is like, Chakotay's like, nah, jealousy's normal. It's like, God damn it, Chakotay. Who wrote this? <laughs> Who fucking wrote? What asshole wrote this? Unclear, because like, apparently they didn't do a great job. Around. Ugh. Thank God he eventually just wandered off like a dipshit. <laughs> yeah. If only it was never to return. I, I do kind of wonder what wacky adventures he had, though. Like, oh yeah, we should have learned in the last scene. He should have like been able to tell Cass, like, oh man, here's what happened. He actually had some kind of inc- fucking insane galaxy spanning thing caused he, by the distortion he crossed the time stream and ended <laughs> up with libby in san francisco <laughs> which means he cheated on kess that son of a that fucking bitch. bitch yeah so i feel like the subtitle of this episode was in which the crew figures out they can move the set pieces so doors that normally go one place <clears throat> go to a different place <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right oh gosh it, it was uh strange also, just, like, like, yeah, I don't know. There were a lot of weird things about this, like, oh, we've established that the shift is constantly changing, but we're going to feed our data into the thing anyway. Yeah, and that's like, gonna, it was like, it was vital that we know the current configuration of the ship, and I'm like, but it's going to change again in a fucking second. Why? It's probably changed between you having this conversation and getting to that computer. For sure. I mean, it let them know, I guess, that... Their little area was what it... Uh, uh, also, like, since when are Tuvok and Chakotay rivals? 
this uh, episode. Where did that come from? Obviously, exact from the first episode when uh, when uh, Chicote was uh, promoted over him. Obviously, that's. Mm. Uh, well, obviously, they didn't haven't even have, you noticed? They didn't even have them like being rivals at the beginning of the episode. They suddenly had a bit of a tiff two minutes before it became important. Yeah, it felt a little kind of like a naked time thing where oh my, I'm I'm a little drunk, so all my feelings are going to come out. Of yeah, things I'm it, already feeling, but why are you saying this? Yeah, it was so, like, just out of fucking... Like, I might hate the whole Neelix jealousy plot, but it's existed before? Yeah, we've seen Whereas before, this was yeah. like... Wh- wait, what? They... What? Hold... What? Yeah, a little out of left field. <laughs> fucking I left field didn't mean to cover. It came in from a completely different ballpark. <laughs> it wasn't even a baseball game. It was... It was fucking tennis. Yeah. Baseball just fell out of the sky, bonked somebody on the head. Mm. Do you can... hate when that shit happens? Oh, it's the worst. I <laughs> suppose we, that was probably when. I'm oh, sorry. When we, I, I noticed a note that made me laugh just now. When Neelix uh, vanishes, they're like, "Oh no, Neelix has escaped. Hide Paris." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you were saying escaped. I, I feel like maybe that was just one of the things that was added because they ran short. Probably. Yeah, there's like, a whole lot of nothing that goes... It gets so repetitive. Like, when I yeah. was reading up on this episode, a lot of people were saying, like, this is, like, the worst one so far. And I guess um, at a con, McNeil and Picardo were saying, like, after season one ended and it, you know, it existed but hadn't aired yet because they saved it for season two. They're like, oh, yeah, that one's never going to air because it's so bad. <laughs> I don't think it's bad. I just think it's really repetitive yeah, and like uninteresting. It's not... It's not- good but i've definitely seen worse it's watchable yeah yeah you know what it is though yeah it's one of those things where it's an interesting concept for you know the ship to be constantly reconfiguring itself yeah but they did not have the special effects visual effects necessary to make that cool so it just Hmm. ended up being shots of people walking through the same hallway repeatedly yeah (laughs) And then the yeah. CGI monster attacks at the end, and it's like, oh, good, everyone's walked through a, one of those wacky mirror things. Yeah. Oh, the fucking visual effect of Janeway's arm stuck in the thing. Oh, or yeah. I believe Terrible. I commented on that at the time. Probably. I, I. What was sort of interesting was like, and I don't know if it landed as well as it could have, but them facing potential death. Because that is something you don't often see in Star Trek because they so often get to just deflect or dish their problems away. Mm. Yeah, they always know, they always seem to know that it's going to be okay even when they're like up against a a massive foe or something. It's always like, we gotta fight to survive, not we have to deal with our impending doom. Yeah, and that was was kind of interesting, I thought. Uh, It reminded me an awful lot of Nagilam Day back in TNG. Where, you know, he was the two Rikers, one bridge. Yeah, yeah. Two Riker, one Riker, one Kess's fucking quarters, please. Two two Rikers? One bridge? Fifteen Rikers, fifteen bridges. Oh my god, that episode. I forgot But also, at the end, like, they decide, oh yeah, we're gonna take 20 minutes and then self-destruct the ship. Everyone needs about that much time to, you know, be okay with their incoming demise, right? Yeah, it's not the timer now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like the little, like, you know, Tuvok kind of sort of, you know, he, he touches the fainting couch. Like, that's... That's as close as he's going to get. Yeah. But it was, it was nice. Yeah, very, when very they had, uh, I think, you know, Bellana and Chakotay having their moment, and they had the fucking flutes. 
The yeah. fucking flutes came out. I, I, I mean, to think... be fair, they've done that in Discovery like two weeks ago, so. Now we're behind. Oh, I won't. I won't spoil because it's actually an okay episode. But I won't spoil I was, it. But there are flutes. There, I won't spoil <laughs> it. But god damn it! <laughs> I thought Tom and Harry's was good. They're you know, I believe oh, yeah, their they're friendship. adorable. Yeah, I like them a lot. At the same time, I feel like they should have been like, "Look, do you want do you, do you want to try?" And they just kind of make out for a bit, and they're like, eh. <laughs> in front of everyone. You. Yeah, wait, wait. I mean, joking. I, you know, I, I on the uh, like, I, I'm always torn because, like, on the one hand, you know, it would just be like, like, I, I, I'm one of those people who's always torn between like, you need more representation, but also you don't have enough representation of just strong male friendships. Wow, that's funny. I was literally just listening to an episode of uh, Intertractional about Kirk, Kirk, Spock, Slash. Mm. And how there are tons of people who are like, yep, we love uh, the the Kirk Spock being a romantic thing element. And one of the hosts basically said, but but yeah, but you also want the uh, good male friendship to exist in a fucking show. Like, you know, like Julian and, and O'Brien. No one oh, slashes them, friends. I don't think. No, they do. I'm do sure. they? Well, well they're That's too busy awful. slashing slashing Julian with, uh, with Garrick. Garrick. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think if Garrick didn't uh, exist, you'd see more... Of that, but. I'm just gonna put it out there. It's not slashing when it's literally already right there in the show. That's I, true. I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that <laughs> that's just normal fanfic at that point. I don't think uh, that's one. That's one two one true pairing at that point. I, I I like I do like to see just like a good you know strong male friendship that is sexless. Yeah, uh, and them being able to say things like "I love you" and and have and, you know have a meaning. Like when, you know, two gal pals say, I love you. And yeah. have that be okay for two guys Aww, to say it too. Ames. Ames, I love you. I do love you, Caitlin. I actually really do love you too, Ames. I actually, I, I was uh, watching a network TV show the other day that had a guy having feelings and another guy pulled him in for a hug and it wasn't played for laughs and there was no no homo moment. And I was like, oh. Holy shit! What have, show? Have, what show were you watching? Uh, it was Station Nineteen. It's a it's a firefighter show that spun off from Grey's Anatomy. Oh well, huh. in, yeah. Well, the 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 gay sex is implied then. Jesus oh, Jay. <laughs> no, no. There's another guy who had. Again, for a network TV oh, show. Oh, yeah, his, like, pushy grandmother being, like, date my grandson. That oh, one. No, I didn't even see that. I did, There's oh, a scene where episode? one of the main characters, like, has a hardcore makeout with his boyfriend. And I was like, holy shit, I didn't realize network TV had gotten this advanced. Good for them. Sorry, I missed that. Also, sorry if there's any bumping. Barnabas is uh, <laughs> shifting missed. around. Here's a, another stupid note I'm proud of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> quick, get the captain a medicine wheel. <laughs> <laughs> that that would have been good. I I gotta say the fucking I, I, the Janeway has like aphasia. Aphasia. Salad, aphasia thing going on. I was like, eh. I was waiting for that to turn out to be a thing. And it uh, yeah, well, it, it sounded like she said doggy doo doo. It was the alien <laughs> trying to communicate with her. A thing which we literally only get like a sentence of at the very episode, very end of the episode. Yeah. As if, a, you know, in a look, everything was OK all along. This is this was just an alien. Scrubbing our databanks and, and, and you know, saying hi. 
Um, but it's going to come to nothing, and this whole episode felt like a waste of time. Mm. Anything else on this one? Yeah. The one last thing I wanted to bring up is I I like the bringing up that uh, Cass has an eidetic memory, because I think that's always mm. a good idea to remember. Yeah. Because uh, it makes the most sense about her species. Yeah, yeah. Like, that actually makes so much sense. There's no way that species could have really Ugh. evolved at all without one. P.S. though, I hated how, like, Neelix oh, yeah. was like, why do you know where everyone's rooms are? And I was like, because she's banging the whole crew. Shut the That's fuck up, I Neelix. Said. I made the same joke. Like, like get like, fucked, like, Neelix, you fucking really asshole. Really, you think she's, the, she's just, you know, she knows where every, every guy on the ship is, and some of the girls. Oh, P.S., you don't look a day over one? You're disgusting, Neelix. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. Ugh. I mean, don't look a day Okapa, over one if you like, ask me, and that's it's good not like because two I'm is a creep. over the hill even for an Okampa, really. You know, if they live yeah. to be nine, yeah. it was the writers making a very bad. Because I don't even think Neelix's. You don't necessarily know that Neelix's people would make that kind of a joke. It's a very human joke. Yeah. That's, that's that, actually that was another thing. He referred to jealousy as being green eyed, and it's like. That's a distinctly Earth thing. No, 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 huh. no. It's you know what it is. It was the translator translating it into a, a an idiom that we could understand. No. Yep. No. Yep. I'm not giving him this one. I mean, I yeah, know that cake I'm sounded just... good though. And it the ear mm-hmm. was good really well fuck. done. It was. Yeah, seven flavor fudge cake. Want. Have I already made the mint peptide joke you here? Did. Or? Yes, okay, you did. great. Yep. Oh, good. Yeah, good, this good. cake looked better than Troy cake. Oh, significantly. Mm. And this cake could actually tell what you were feeling. Well, let's be fair. Let's be fair. We didn't cut into it. We don't know if the layers were like even. It could have been been ass. No, it was literally. There's no way. It was that stuff. It it was that stuff that you see in like flower shops of like fake soil to put fake flowers into that they just put Mm. frosting on. Okay. Would Neelix's cake get the Hollywood handshake? Who knows? Flavor Town. (laughs) <laughs> I like that. Uh, I don't have a segue into our activity this week, so we're going to do our activity this week. Yay! Well, you know, it's, it's 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 when it's a two-parter, you don't have to segue. You just go, and now, part two. Yeah. Yes. Previously on, Previously on the Star after Trek. show. <laughs> Ooh, clothes. Basically, yeah. So we're going to talk more about clothing. No, that was, uh, we were just talking Bake Off, not Project Runway. There's still no, <laughs> there, there's still no tie-in. Okay. In fashion, your eyes are in or you're out. All right, so last week we you know, did you know all... What Tim Gunn always says, make it so. <laughs> okay. I was about to say, Fair. don't fuck it up, but that's RuPaul, so whoops. Let me move you guys off my screen. It's a make it so moment. All right, make last week so we much. did all of the old, olden trek. This week we're finishing up our uniform discussion of all the duty uniforms in the Kelvin timeline and all the new stuff. These are ones that are also constantly changing, so I tried to get all of them. If you think I missed any, I don't know, send us a picture of one and be like, here's a uniform, give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And just to clarify, duty uniform, we're not doing admirals or dress or anything like that, so we didn't miss those. Those are right. for the future. Or like the, I th- I don't even think there's a way to do all like the re- the random one-off uniforms you see. Yeah. I swear to God, this season in Discovery, Michael has had like five different off-world uniforms. Yeah. Listen, they have a shitload of budget on that show, and they don't know how to spend it. They've already they've already bought all of the wall-based flamethrowers they can afford. <laughs> yeah. They have bought every flamethrower in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh God. 
Oh, I'm not going to spoil the next week, next week's for you guys, but we noticed the walls again, so. Oh, God. Leave All right. On. All right, but we're going to start off talking about some Kelvin movie uniforms. In 2009 and Into Darkness, we have these kind of, kind of throwbacks to TOS, but they also had to, like, really over-egg the pudding with them. Yeah, the little deltas when you get up close. Yeah, like yeah, when you when you zoom weird. in, when you zoom in on the uniforms, it's all patterns of little deltas. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's Which from a I, distance though, they look good. They just they look like the old uniforms. Well, basically. from a distance, they look like because you know I used to do sports as a kid. They look like practice jerseys. They look like when you're at practice for for a soccer meet. And you want to, you know, have a scrimmage and say, okay, you guys are going to be yellow, throw on this practice jersey so we can tell you yeah. all apart. That's what these fucking things look like. Oh, I know what you're talking about, the meshy things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They also, they're though, cheap. They, they fucked over Ogora by oh, they so sleeves. So yeah. she couldn't have her rank bars on her sleeve like Yeah, Michelle how do did. we know, how do we know what rank she is? We don't. That's Apparently stupid. It's, it's unimportant because she's a lady. I hate that. Mm. Yeah. I also hate the... The, the shape of the horror dress, or the shape of, I guess, you know, any of female crew member dressy dress, it looks like a tennis uniform. Because, you know, it yeah. does look, yeah. it looks like athletic wear. It doesn't look at all functional. Wear. No. At the very least, her ass isn't hanging out. I was going to say, we can't see yeah. her diapers. Sorry, diapers. Like, <laughs> there, there's some, um, like, it's weird, because it doesn't work. 50, 60 years later. But, like, the, the weird thing about the mini skirt was that originally, like, yeah, on the one hand, obviously, like, a lot of men were like, eh. but there was also a slight aspect of, like, women could finally show off more of themselves if they wanted. Yeah, like, when I read um, Grace Lee Whitney's autobiography, she really wanted to show off her legs because she was a dancer. And I think, I think Nichelle Nichols said the same thing in her autobiography, like, she was a dancer. She had, you know, super toned legs. Like, she didn't mind showing them off. Show off my games. Yeah, at the time, there was, I mean, again, it was still mostly for men, but there was a minor sort of liberative element to it. But it's 2009 now, and it just doesn't work as well. Like, they maybe should have made the skirt longer and kept the sleeves. Or put pants mm. underneath. Or that, you know, I mean, certainly have women wear pants as well as having the skirt variant. I don't know if they did. is really the only woman you get a good look at in the whole movie, aside from Kirk's, uh, Kirk's, uh, Green. Orion friend Green there, bang. who we only ever see in the Academy uniform. Or what? in her bra. What does Marcus wear in Into Darkness? I don't know. I just remember she rather infamously strips off in it. <laughs> what's, what's but she wasn't, she wasn't into... like Starfleet, though, wasn't she? She was. She was. Like a... Oh, no, so no, she was like a scientist or something. In the Kelvin timeline, she is Starfleet somehow. Okay. Because, mm. yeah, in the real timeline, she fucking hates Starfleet. Yeah. Well, uh, David hates them. She's wary of them. I want to point out, speaking of legs, I know, and I know this isn't like, like a publicity shot because it's got J.J. Abrams just kind of hanging out. Yeah. But what is the fuck up with the pants and boots on the guys in that? Whoa. Fucking horrible. Yeah, they're, they're like messy. tucked into the boots. <laughs> and they're all scrunched up. Yeah. yeah no, that's kind like of proving frightful. Proving why the 60s short flare ones worked better. They yeah, did. Like, I'm wondering if that's actually how they looked on the film or if. if... You never really get a great look at yeah, their feet through say... most of it, so I don't know. Man, because that looks terrible. Yeah, no, it does not it look good. It looks like they're wearing fucking galoshes. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> 
Yes, it yeah, does. Yeah, it was the it was the best shot that I could get of like the head to toe look. Yeah. Mm. Rough. Rough. Anyway, the other thing that we see in the 2009 movie is a flashback at the top with uh, Daddy Kirk. Yep. And they're wearing the uniform, a different uniform from, I guess, what must have been like 50, 20, 25 years before this. Yeah. And it I, is weird looking. A little bit. What I kind of appreciate about it is that clearly someone involved did at least a little homework because you've basically got cage style, like, beige and blue and white for medical and that's it you know which is how it was in the first couple pilots like red came later um yeah they didn't have white though in the no no that was an addition for the film but this is this this i guess would be canonically the earliest federation starfleet uniform we see is that true no because the ones we see in the flashbacks in uh Beyond or earlier. Okay. Oh, but okay, no, and they're but a little... Were, those, I thought those were pre... We're going to see those in a minute. I thought those were pre-Enterprise uniforms because it was... um The Franklin was a was before the NX-01. No, no, the Franklin's after the NX-01. I thought it was only like a warp pre-ship or something. It's... I honestly don't know, but it's definitely after because they mentioned that... um They mentioned in the movie that it was involved in the Romulan War. Oh, okay. Which happens after Enterprise. Yeah, the addition of all the movie timelines into Star Trek canon is very confusing because only the ones that came before where the parallel universes divert our canon and the other ones are like considered an alternate universe. And it's like, oh, my fucking brain. And yeah. Mm. But yeah, uh, with these ones, like the weird seam that goes across the chest makes it look like they're wearing kind of a little flappy on their shoulders, which yeah. makes it look like they're going to wear a scuba suit. And it looks yeah. I feel like it looks less like, like that on um, George. Like, I feel like the shot never looks that way, but even just in the pictures that we're looking at, yeah, it totally does. You're right. It looks like they've got more to put on. And I, yeah. I, I don't know why, but I, I do like the, just like the big chunky belt and the like, Oh yeah. Slacks and boots. I don't know. It's, it's, it, they look I'm all for a belt, but functional. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. this. This is that. Who is that? Is that Nero or whatever the fuck his name is? No, no, Nero's the Romulan. Who's that? That's the captain of the Kelvin who gets killed by Nero. Well, he's got big daddy vibes in this. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's um, you've seen him. He's the guy that plays the uh, lead terrorist in the first Iron Man. Oh, holy fuck. Yeah, he is. And he's there with Thor before he was Thor. Well, he doesn't have big daddy vibes in that, but in this he does, and it's probably the belt. Mm. It's a good belt. And the stance. Look at him. All right. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> high, the, the pants are pulled up really high, though. Either that or he's got a really short inseam. He might just have kind of a short torso or something. That's unusual, though. Dudes usually have more their length more in their torso and women in their legs. It's always interesting when you notice the opposite. He is very leggy, actually. Yeah, yeah but look where look where his inseam ends. It's uh, like I'm gonna say I'd have to see him in motion to understand his proportions. Yeah. The photos can only do so much, but that's true. Yeah, I think just the top of this is very distracting to me. the The pants are just normal pants, and you know what? Normal pants are fine. Yeah, you know, you know, you, you don't see like a. You don't see a belt a lot in Star Trek, at least not like that. Like, that is very clearly a separate, distinct element. 
Yeah, it's not like a shit. jacket bell. It's a pants bell. Yeah. You got that shit at Sears. It's fine. Yeah. yeah I'm going to move us forward, though, because I don't want to talk for too many days about yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, we're going to move forward to Beyond, where they changed up the uniforms considerably. Yep. Uh, it's yeah, no longer she's... that weird, meshy look. She's got hey, full, she full sleeves. Uh, sleeves now. Yep. But yep. her skirt's a little shorter, it looks like. Well, that's yeah, a drawing, so it's hard to tell. Well, I think because I also included another female crewman here who, yeah, who's she... wearing the, who's wearing it with pants because otherwise, yeah. yeah, her ass would be hanging the fuck out. Well, yeah. wait, but hers actually looks like it's significantly shorter than Ahura's. Well, because she has pants, so. Yeah, it's a different cut. What I'm saying, I guess, is that I think that's more of a tunic than a dress. I actually, it's funny, when these, when this, <laughs> the trailers first hit for these, I'm thinking like, oh, this is, this is closer to what I was kind of expecting the uniforms to look like when they did a reboot. Yeah, I so. like the necklines a lot more. The necklines are yeah. pretty good. Yeah, they're, 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 like, the cloth is stiffer, more formal, more official looking, you know? Mm-hmm. It looks very, very clean instead yeah. of just looking kind of like, like the weird, meshy texture of the other one I found very distracting. Yeah, you get some really nice lines on these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The dude's yeah. tops look a little bulky somehow, though. Of course they do. They're not painted on like the women's. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, I'm just saying, I want them to be painted on like the women's. <laughs> this, of course, also has Caitlin's favorite uniform element. Yeah, the away team mission, that their jacket that uh, Kirk and Chekhov Kirk and Chekhov wear. I'm sorry, wear. we said we weren't talking about away team specialty uniforms. Oh, well, this is oh, Chris's right. fault. He started it, but I do love them very Caitlin much. Caitlin loves that jacket. I do. I want one. Okay, moving forward, we're going to talk about... Okay, so now we're going, we've gone back to the Franklin... So this is the, I don't remember almost anything of Beyond. So in Beyond, there's a, is this a flashback scene? Uh, we see some old logs. So okay. it's not a flashback per se. And yeah, oh, yeah. Spock and then, winds and up. Spock does wear one for half yeah. the movie. Yeah, because okay. his gets fucked well, up. He looks sexy, oh, I like it. I don't remember a thing about this movie, evidently. It except actually, the stupid motorcycle joke. It does work pretty well as a transition between Enterprise and, like, TOS times. Yeah, Do you notice right. the pockets? Yeah, Such yeah, pockets. Yeah, yeah. Look at the, uh, the, the pockets from uh, the NX. Yeah, like, it's, it's kind of transitioning from just pure flight suit to something that's a bit more stiff and formal and uniformy. It's kind of um, got what looks like a, a cloth belt, with which looks okay. Yeah, it's kind of like I'm built into in. that. It probably doesn't fully detach, you know. Right. Yeah. Like it's probably sewn into the back. It's got you know some nice piping. We do get it. We get a delta. Uh, yep. Yep. The shoulder boards. It's, it's a. You don't get a great look at it beyond Spock's in the film, and they actually they do look pretty good. Yeah, they're they're pretty sharp for a for like a flight suit jumpsuit kind of thing because it look it looks like it's all one piece. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sharp. It's still, if it were two pieces, I might like it a little better. Mm. Because then it would look a little less... Yeah, it's like a jacket like, and trousers. It would be really yeah. nice. It would look less like just a flight suit and more like a uniform. Because right now, like you assume you're wearing this to like go do something specific instead of just being your general uniform. Yeah. I like the color on the sleeves. I like the color on the shoulders. The piping yeah. around is nice. It's all, it's very striking and I like the the patterning of it. And they've got the sort of TOS style rank bars on the sleeve at the end. Yep, yep. No pips yet. No. So yeah, I'd say they're pretty good. Yeah, I'm into them. When we're in Beyond, we oh, make who a trip drew that? to we make a trip to Yorktown at some point. Yeah. Which is a base, 
Yeah, and they're wearing a, yeah they're wearing a special a uniform, which I assume qualifies as a duty uniform. I didn't want to rewatch the movie and check what the fuck it was, but I kept seeing these pictures pop up when I was looking for uniforms on the internet, and I was like, okay, I want to talk about these because look at them fucking belts. Yeah, they they like the idea. I guess was that that starbase crew have a different uniform than active ship duty crew for some reason. But yes, that is a very uh, utilitarian belt. It, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, it is a, you are on the job, you are using everything on your body to do something. Kind of like how last week I talked about the, the Enterprise uniforms being very functional over form. Yeah. And I kind of like that about these kinds of uniforms. I love, like, the, the patterning on the legs that you see. Yeah. The different colors on the legs. The women's are a little different than the men's legs in terms of where their color blocking is. These might be knee pads on the knees or something. Yeah, or certainly it's it's implied. It's for uh, it's for when you get to crawl through a Jeffrey's tube. No, it's, no, it's funny. It does make it look functional. Like, it's for when you have to kneel and do a lot of work. For when you want to get promoted really fast. Oh, oh I was thinking that. I will say that. I was thinking that also. <laughs> Whoever drew the, like, designs, though, fuck them for how they drew the woman. This one? Uh, no, no. Or the, this the, one? The, yeah, like, who's... Standing there all sultry, like, yeah. It's like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> just draw her as a person. Her? Yeah. I don't know. I think she just looks like she's going to kick your ass. No, the way she's standing, that's like, I'm going to sexily kick your ass. I don't know. It is a a, a, a Star Trek movie. Yeah. yeah I but... if, I, if I'm going to get my ass kicked, I'd like it to be kicked sexily. <laughs> <laughs> but they are good uniforms. Yeah, they're good. They're still, they're, they're the kind of samey gray but the color blocking makes them look kind of nicely patterned the shoulders and the fact are that cool there's like two shades of gray to kind of offset things yeah exactly because like i know when we the... hit discovery we're going to talk about grays on grays <laughs> Blue. <laughs> yeah so far i'm i'm into these yeah okay now we're going to hit discovery so long kelvin verse where we've launched into or backwards in time, or somewhere. It, the timelines never make fucking sense. So here we are in Discovery, which is canonically between Enterprise and TOS. Or really, I, I don't know where the cage falls in any of this anymore, because none of that matters. It's after the cage. Okay. In that case, in that season, makes no fucking sense. Because in season two, he flashed, uh, Pike flashes back to it at one point. You're right, he does. But we're left with these um, pretty nicely tailored uniforms that are mostly blue. The what division you're in is what very, very samey color is splashed along your sides and shoulders. Yeah, yeah the, the, the copper and the brass are not distinct enough. I know. Look at this lineup and literally tell me what division anybody is. Because I fucking can't. Yeah, yeah. That's like... Again, I don't know if they were trying to kind of suggest the sort of the cage era, like, only two colors, but then just do only two colors. The cage didn't have, the cage had three colors. It did? Yeah. There was Yellow, gold, blue. blue, and that tan. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you, I'll show you back in the slideshow again later, but. Yeah, the, the it, copper could have been so darker, good. so it was more distinct from the brass. I do the see. The silver was nice. I do see pockets, though. That's, that's true. Ooh, okay. I zip pocket. Couple extra points for these. I, love I think these, I love these uniforms a lot, honestly. Yeah, and I finally, 
Good. Go, okay. Uh, I, I'm just gonna kick this off right now because I fucking can't. This the thing I can't stand about these uniforms because otherwise, you know, I love the cut of them. I love the kind of like slimming p panels on the sides, but I hate that the panels on the sides are all little deltas. I hate what? that so fucking much. I also oh, yeah. hate that. Yeah, if you zoom in there. I can remember when they first introduced the uniforms, somebody posting like, oh, God, this is going to make cosplay a nightmare. <laughs> New rule. No more fucking tiny deltas on anything. It looks no, stupid. It makes no sense to me because this this isn't... Oh, capitalist society. You don't have to throw your branding on everything. Well, right. Not You're not even selling that. these to kids. Exactly. And not even just that, but it's like in Star Trek, in the world where Star Trek exists, Star Trek isn't Coca-Cola. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? It's like what you just said. It's not a branding thing. So it's just, it's so stupid. It annoys me. Like they don't know... Oh, yeah, everyone, when they think of Starfleet, thinks of the Delta. I mean, maybe they don't. Maybe they think of something else. I will say I did like that this one had um, department colors on the soles of the boots. But they're the silver, bronze, and gold colors? Yeah. Yeah, I wish they were more distinct. Yeah. I like that Star Trek, uh, that Starfleet had boots that fit Mr. Saru. Mm. Those had to be custom-made, I'm sure. It yeah. is weird yeah, the, deer feet. The one Kelpian in Starfleet. Yeah, at least he doesn't have to be barefoot. True. Also, I don't want to see what his fucking bare feet look like. I just look like like hooves. Yeah, he's a horse thing. Huh. Maybe. What do you all think of these collars? Because I feel like when they're when they're blue in these uniforms, I like them. But when we see them in the next slide, I hate them. I like them. I like them in both cases. Uh, I'm going to move on to the next slide. Well, I don't know. I like them in this case. I don't I haven't. Yeah, when we meet oh, Pike's I like crew, them either way. I like Pike's them crew way. has moved on to the let's use the colors everybody already recognizes in Star Trek and lose the paneling on the side entirely because yeah. now your division is just what color your shirt is, not what paneling you have on your shirt. Oh, but they, they still, still have the pockets. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's essentially it's essentially the same garment, just different color scheme. Just different colors. I am super bummed they're not using them in Strange New Worlds. Are you? Are they, they're not using them in Strange New World? They're using We're gonna them see them. more like the proper TOS ones. Yeah, they lose the collar. Yeah. They, well, yeah I'll show you at the can end. Even see, you can even see on the, the Barzan lady's collar, she's even got like the stripes. Yeah. Where, or on, the, on her shoulder, I mean, where where the other, uh, the Discovery crew would have the, yeah, there. the rank. Yeah. So it's basically, they took the same pattern as the Discovery uniform and just, just cut it. Yeah, different fabric. TOS'd it up. Yeah. Yeah, I love these. I absolutely yeah, they, love them. Yeah, I think them. these look all right. And, you know, it's because, again, you know, it's not a bad cut. And the fact that, like, yeah, it still has the side panels, but they're not all fucking deltas. Yeah, yeah. it's it's just, it's it's a TOS uniform with way more money. Yeah. And weird and so it, fucking collars. Yeah, yeah. I like the collars. I like a little asymmetry, though. That's, yeah, that's I think it's just that they're so a big. TOS dress uniform, you know? Yeah. Ooh. I just noticed because of the drawing, I never realized that uh, number one has a different jacket than everyone else. Her that's zip it. is down the middle and her collar's symmetrical. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Wait, his zip is also down the middle. No, his is off center. Is it? Not yeah. much. No, I think hers it's is off It's hard to tell too. in the drawing, but in the show itself, it's more evident. Oh. I mean, is it really? Off, this is also art, so. Yeah, her actual yeah. one may have been different. Yeah, as I mentioned last week, I'm I'm using mostly images from Star Trek timelines so that you can sure. see the head to toe look. Yeah, the boots are good. Yep. 
Yeah, and inclusion of pockets will get will add points from me any day. Yeah. Is that Tribble Lady the captain that fucking The Trouble with guy? Edward or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Oh, from the short terrible. treks? Terrible captain. She fucked that up big time. Yeah, real bad uh, captain. I, I I I don't know. She was dealing with a deeply She was up man. not listening to her crew member. Moving on. <laughs> We'll discuss that. We'll discuss those episodes one day, and I'm going to hate her so much. Speaking of hating things so much, the uniforms we see in Discovery Season 3. Oh, thank God they changed them. Yeah, they're terrible. I don't mind the cut. I do mind the dreary shade of gray and the uninspired stripe of color. I don't know. I think the cut could be better, too. I, I hate maybe, the cut. Maybe, I think maybe with a belt it could Yes. Work. I was going to say the same fucking thing, because you remember... In, like, Twok, we had those jackets with belt, and the belt really brought the whole thing together. Yeah. Yeah, and I these, like, what... like, imagine literally anyone in the photo in the middle with a belt on, and that and it suddenly looks 8,000 times better. Yeah, for me, this is, like, the worst thing to happen to the movies since, I don't know, TMP. Or the, sorry, to the uniforms since TMP. I mean, I'll still They're take these gross. over TMP or seasons one and two TNG. Mm. Those those first. That's two a tough call for me because uniforms are so ugly. Uh, these are pretty bad, to my eye. Yeah, and I normally I'll be like, yeah, okay, I get an asymmetrical look, but these just feel like they did it just because the designer wanted to, to do something silly. Yeah. yeah, and also it doesn't. It's not asymmetrical enough. Like what it really looks like is like you know when you accidentally button your shirt like one button down. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It just looks like they all fucked up. It doesn't look. It's not enough to make it look intentional. It just looks like a goof. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree with that. The other thing that constantly distracts me during the show is so they got the little turtlenecks, which I usually like, but they have their. I don't know what this pin thing i think it's the fastener because it's the 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 collar has to be fastened on when you put it on or something yeah something um but since it's right over your larynx it distracts the fuck out of me because how do you like put just put your hand on your larynx right now and try to talk and it's weird and i don't Mm. like it oh yeah feeling it like pressing on it would be yucky yeah i don't like that Bad, bad discovery. <laughs> right, and it's those com badges we talked about two weeks ago that we didn't mm-hmm. care for. Well, it's a good thing that they had all this money to throw away on this fucking show because they decked everyone out in these ugly fucking things, and then next season they're gone. Well, so actually, I, I think I mentioned this to Ames. I read somewhere why they changed them. Mm. It wasn't because they're ugly. It's because since they spent most of the season in their old blue uniforms, it wasn't until they were doing this end of season shot where they were like, oh shit, these blend in too much with the walls of the ship bridge. Mm. So they've redesigned them for season four. Uh, thank God. I, I I like what they did with season four. But it's true oh. though. Just this this big shot of them all like standing around. It looks so bland mm. with the walls and everything. Like yeah, you say. they look. Bland and shapeless and in ver- dire need of a belt. Yep. And they're back to no belt. pockets. Belt me up, were, Scotty. If these were black, I bet they'd look better. Like, if, if black instead of gray, I mean. They might. Yeah, I could see that. It would make the color pop more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would look more like, like a DS9 uniform, I think. Kinda, yeah. All right, moving on to the season fours, which we mentioned, do change. Same exact cut, but instead of gray, the tops are... 
department colors. They've added white for medical, which looks sharp as fuck on Wilson Cruz. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, no one looks better in these shit. than Wilson Cruz. Maybe you Saru. Could, you Saru also looks great. Oh, God. He does. Saru he got his little Kelpian pin. But yeah, as, a, as a big fan of, like, more color, please, I love that the jackets are just so colorful now. Yeah, the pants are black now, which is better than ugly, ugly gray. Yeah. I feel yeah. like um, this shot of Michael in it is not very flattering. I think she recently whelped a child. Oh, maybe that's why. Yeah, I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, it's, the there were some there were some points when when they showed her. I was like, it looks like she's wearing maternity wear, and it might just be because she actually was pregnant, and they had to give her a like a a, a different cut. And that might be that could be then. Well, then I'm certainly not going to give a woman shit about her body. No, uh, I am going to give the costumer shit though, yes. because. Fucking belts would have fixed yeah, that. Belts, belts, yeah, belts. I'm, I'm just good. thinking, you know, belts would have looked a lot better. Like, imagine any of these now these. with a belt. Yeah, well, I, that's the I thing, think... too, is, like, if Tilly didn't have her arms crossed across herself like that, too, I would be missing the belt for her, too. Yeah. Because yep. the, belt, the belt would really bring it in, because the belt could go right around their natural waist, yeah. which would cinch it all in. It would look I, nice. I think probably the reason they avoided it, uh, and this doesn't necessarily make it good or bad, just, it, like... How it would interact with the stripe would be yeah, weird. Uh, like either you have a black belt and it makes this bizarre cross effect. Oh, yeah. Or the belt is the color of the jacket and then there's this interruption to the stripe. Like It could be the inverse. It could be a black belt, but right where the stripe is, it would be a white stripe. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be kind of neat. I'd or, you know, on it. Stamets, it would be a blue stripe. God damn, look at Wilson Cruz. Jesus. He's hot. I can't. <laughs> and Saru. I actually, that's like my two favorites right there. I ship them a little bit. I ship them. I'd be into that. Yeah. Well, the other thing I'll mention about these uniforms is because it's doing that long, it's, it's, they're too long, which is why they need belt. But because they're so long, look, when you sit down, it causes this oh. funny little I'm wearing a jacket thing mm, that you can yeah. see on, on Reese over here. Yeah. Which is also quite distracting. <laughs> Reese getting you his kind of feel like on. you're upskirting him. It's a little <laughs> weird. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, funny, funny decisions that they made. Well, because they probably didn't think about how it was going to look sitting down when they designed it, you know. But you really should. No, you should. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, I'm sure it was a. Um, Actually, an it, oops. Tangentially, very tangentially related. The tailor who made Patrick Stewart's suits for the X Men movies. They were designed to look good oh, when he was sitting. Stan- oh, I was going to say that you were going to say uh, Because up. he was, of course, in a wheelchair all the time. And I remember when someone asked me, like, did you keep any of those suits? He was like, I could have. But the problem is they're not designed to look good when you're standing up. <laughs> like mm-hmm. the trousers were too long and right. the jacket was too short when he stood. Of course. Huh. Huh. Um, this is sort of the opposite problem. <laughs> yeah, the problem the, that people who have to... We have to go from standing to sitting a, a lot have, because there's always something weird when you sit down. Yeah. I'm going to scoot over. We're going to talk about the Picard uniforms. Mm. Aw, look at Frakes. What a cutie face. Wait a minute. <laughs> Those aren't Deltas again, are they? Oh, they certainly are! Motherfucker, I never I knew that. I learned this just the other again? week. I learned this just the other week. The, the colored portion... Uh, the the department color portion of the of the jacket is teeny tiny little deltas, Jesus. because god damn it Star Trek. I hate it. I really hate it. Stop I, it. I swear this show, both of these shows are probably we're gonna find out years later they're just some kind of money laundering scheme. <laughs> 
they're spending a lot of money to launder money. Well, I mean, you, you gotta, but you think the trick is you gotta own the con- the company that makes the uh, that makes the fabric too. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I will say that new revelation aside, which ugh, yeah, like going into this, I quite like these. You know, they they've got that DS Nine Voyager era vibe. Yep, yep. Um, I like the notch. I like the notch. I like it. It's, it's fun. It's, it's it, fun. It goes under the collar. Okay. Yeah, the collars, nice and you know stiff. The I even like the placement of the pips. That's very yeah, enterprise. The pips are good. I like where the pips are. Yep. Um, they're they're really quite nice uniforms. Yeah, yeah. the Aside length of the shirt is good. Look painted on for the men and the women. Yeah, and they gave <laughs> the gentleman a nice tight fit, and I like that. Yeah, it's 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 a good design. Aside from the fucking deltas, Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, deltas guys. everywhere. I'm also not sure how I feel about their badges either, speaking of Deltas. <gasps> oh, that's right, you weren't oh, on that right. episode. Why did you guys love them? Um, I we, don't we, I think we, we liked them, but we wished well that enough, they were, yeah. were they were all gray. I just wish they were like, I feel like they're huge. I wish they were like a little smaller. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like they're too far down and that's because of that color thing. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder if... Them. I want them yeah. halfway up, like like uh like the drawing dude has. That's where I want it. I want it a little bit further. It's up. overlapping. The... That's where I want it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I understand why they didn't do that. But I just don't like it. Mm. Oh well. God. <laughs> Can't always get what you want, yeah. But sometimes you get a Picard flashback scene, in which case we see Picard and Rafi, however many years earlier than this, in a wholly different uniform, that makes them look like they got a racing stripe. I, I like. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you first. I was just say I like how this the, the the graphic from timelines that you took is clearly the exact same frame. <laughs> that oh you yeah, got look at that the screenshot. That's that they great. Used to to draw that. Yeah. Anyway. We don't see these I uniforms feel, an awful lot. That's why. We. Didn't. I feel like they look like sports team like specific windbreakers. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like Picard's in particular looks like it could be, like, the travel jackets for, like, <laughs> the Cardinals. Or yeah, something. Rafi's wearing, s- wearing Bruins specific. gear. Nice. Yeah, you know what I mean, though? But, like, that's what it feels like. These feel very, like, team wear, travel, like, this is what they have to wear on the bus when they go together. See, I was gonna shit. say, I actually kind of love these. I like them, I just, uh, you know. I-, I love the, like, I don't know, they're just doing stuff with stripes, and I love a stripe. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're going like to see the Picard look, um, because this happens to also be the Admiral look, but it's we don't see these a lot, so these are the only real shots of them we get to look at. Yeah. Um, but the Admiral has the extra stuff that we're going to discuss when we talk yeah. about Admiral uniforms. But yeah, I like the I like the stripe that sort of interrupts the color block. I like the random stripe on the sleeve that's just kind of there. It's just, just these nice little, whoa! Oh, yeah. Cat almost knocked over the microphone. Uh, Cat almost knocked the microphone over. Uh, oh, yeah, the kind of, it's a zigzag stripe, too. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, it's just, they, they had a little fun with it. Okay, but know? is it made of deltas? Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> I don't think fabric. it is. It's all deltas, all the time, all the way down. I have to wait for the 4K release to find out. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, like, I I do, I remember even when we watched it, I was like, oh, I love these ones. It's a shame we don't see them so much. They seem like speed racer to me, racery to me, and I can't really, <laughs> like, state why. I, I, you know, it makes a I weird kind of sense. Though. I can't explain it either, but yeah. Racing straight makes it go faster. Exactly. All right, and I think the last or the last official one I want to show you guys is the lower decks. 
which is animated, so it's kind of hard to really judge. I have I have seen cosplayers who've made them, and they they generally work. Here's my question, though, because I've seen I've I've seen the same thing. Here's my question: Where does the shirt end and the pants begin? No. <laughs> Uh, that, yeah, I suppose that probably depends on who makes it. Because I don't think it's a jumpsuit. And I've seen people think that, you know, only it ends at the color. Mm. But then in in that case, the pants are incredibly high-waisted. Or like leggings that go all the way up to your boobs or something. Maybe, maybe it's, maybe the pants aren't really pants. Maybe it's a, maybe it's like a spandex body sock. Okay. And you wear the coat over it. If the pants are anything like the TNG pants... Uh, they never showed this in the show, so I don't know if this was intended to be canon or not. But there is that behind-the-scenes photo that pops up online frequently of Spiner and um, Frakes half out of costume. Oh, and they go up really high, right? The the pants go up really high and actually have, like, suspenders built in. They're, they're almost like fucking drum major outfits that are hidden wow. by the jacket. So if they're still doing that, that could be what... the. The pants do, in fact, go. I have I have not seen any cosplayers do that because most of them that I've seen treat it like the shirt ends low, where mm. you can't see in the cartoon that okay. it actually goes from you know department color to a band at the bottom that's black, and then it just ends low like an actual okay. shirt. That works. See, too. I feel like that would look bulky. This oh, it does. Very, very stre- <laughs> That's the thing. I don't think that works because these are very streamlined and I know it's because they're a cartoon. But I feel like if you have that big bulky thing at the bottom, it, it fucks up the whole look. Yeah, I think the solution is just to do what they did in TNG. High pants hidden by the jacket. Yeah, you'd have to. Yeah, and the jacket in that case can be fairly low depending on where your hips sit. Yeah. Like, look at well, Mariner. No. Mariner's got some hips, so her, her shirt look, looks like it's halfway all the way up her body. Yeah. I do I do like these ones though. I like the, you know, there's the again like very bold like a lot of color. I like the stripe around the collar that Yeah, that's eats fun. down into it, the little white it's stripe breaking exactly. things up. I like yeah, that, that medical have white good. boots. <laughs> yeah, the color yeah. like you said on Discovery, they had color on the boots that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And again, giving giving something distinct to medical cuz it's too easy to confuse medical and science. Oh, you have to look at their feet to tell the difference. Yeah, that's kind of strange. Excuse that's why me, my feet are down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why in in uh, season four Discovery, it makes current sense that medical is in white. Yeah. So that, you know, when someone's spewing blood, you can see, ah, I can see you're having a problem in med bay. <laughs> well, based on this, this picture, though, it looks like the cat thing is medical team. And you can tell she is because she's got on an ugly doctor's lab coat shit over her. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, but then only the CMO gets to do that. It's like with Bev. She ever spit up a hairball during surgery, though, or what? Because... <laughs> You're going to have to watch the show at some point, Caitlin. Ugh. All right. The other thing I want to show you guys, because oh, I know Chris I was saying in Strange New Worlds, there's a new uniform. Uh, just a quick sneak peek, because all we've really seen so far is that cast announcement video as of, you know, time of recording. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have to judge these more fully later. But right now, what we're able to see, at the very least, is a lot of where the collar line is now. Yeah. Yep. It's got a nice V. Uh-oh. You know what I like? Are there some you know deltas I, like, I see uh, there? I think I don't the shoulders, think so. yeah. No, Can I, I think they're you? just dots. Hopefully. Oh, okay. 
I'm going to tell you what I like best about these uniforms. How nicely they hug Anson Mount's body. <laughs> <laughs> like you want to, right? Oh, yes, please. Yeah, I would probably hug him even tighter than the outfit, but... Uh... Yeah, yeah. They're, they're clearly just going more TOS with them, which, you know, it's... it's, it's yeah, they look, they look a bit beyondy. so... Is, is Hammer, uh, is he a, is he a Andorian? Yeah, he, we'll meet them in Enterprise. It turns out there's uh, Yeah, he looks like an e, like an Anar. Yeah, that's the word, thank you. Yeah, there's an offshoot but, of the Andorians. But they're the supposed to be blind, and, and I can't tell if he's... If that's, uh, he doesn't, his he eyes looks look like a he's looking cloudy. at a thing. Are Maybe they fully like blind, half... or do they just have bad vision? I can't remember. I thought they were fully blind, but they had like other senses that made up for it. Mm, I, I have. I while, vaguely so I recall know. someone mentioning, and again, I, this is this, this is me just rem- might be misremembering a thing. But I think the actor might be legally blind. Oh, oh okay. Wow. Oh, if, oh wow. okay. So if they actually got a blind actor to play that, if I'm if I'm wrong, well, I apologize. But blind, I, it's I'm... legally blind is different. Legally blind, you can like. My stepmother at one point was technically legally blind, but she had glasses that made her perfectly blind. Yeah, but I I mean, you know, someone who is visually impaired playing a character that is... That is visually impaired. I just wanted to clarify because she yes. said visual. You said she said legally blind. You said blind, and it's a big difference. Yeah, that's all. yeah. Like fair, I, fair, I have a friend fair, who's legally fair blind. Dues. He can see some things, but not many things. Yeah, certainly without uh, without aid. I don't want to oh, go too no. far into into talking strange yeah, new yeah. worlds because oh we're God, only I here do. to look at Let's the shoulders. Let's talk about it forever. Look how that, beautiful they are. Or, uh, fuck you. No. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Summing up. Uh, you should also know I'm not including anything about season two of Picard because I cannot tell in the trailer what literally any of the costumes are. Yeah, it's too early. We'll yeah. get there eventually. It's all good. I think when we talk about Admiral uniforms, we can talk about what, what Picard wears in that, because I assume he's an Admiral. But again, we don't know much about Picard season two just yet. All we know is that there's a trailer and it shows some shit. So, summing up. I've got a screen in front of us. It's going to be at the top of, top of our Tumblr post, which you all should check out, to look at all the costumes side by side, which is very helpful because it reminds me where the different color blocking is different in, in various uniforms. Because you're going to see a lot, of, a lot of uniforms that look incredibly, incredibly similar. Mm. Yeah. Cool. So we're going to play Pick Your Favorites, Pick Your Least Favorites. I'm going to say also pick an honorable mention for each category. Mm. And for least favorites, probably pick two, because I bet you we're mostly all going to pick the same one. Yeah, Discovery? <laughs> yep, uh, that's the one. <laughs> so favorite would have to be season two Discovery Enterprise uniforms. Which okay. That's what you see number mm-hmm. one in right here. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, like honorable that. mention to the TOS two through six uniforms. T, so, w- T which one? Tw- the TWAC. Oh, yeah. TWAC. Yeah. Least favorite... Fuck you, TMP. Fuck you forever. Burn in hell. Honorable mention season one and two, TNG. Wow. You can have another honorable mention if you want, because I knew you were going to say that. Um, I really, honestly, those are the only uniforms I hate. Oh, man. I hate so many of these uniforms. <laughs> Ames is like, I hate them all. Go over it. Go nuts. I mean, okay. I mean, frankly, the the worst, you know, it does have to be TMP, because, God, they're just... A train so wreck bad. in so every bad. regard. The buckles are bad. The colors are bad. Everything the, is bad. The length, the length of the shirts is all wrong. Deckard's cock. I was just gonna say Deckard's fucking dick hugging pants. Yeah, Terrible. whenever it's a it's a unit unit not unitard. What uh, are they called? Leotard. Jumpsuit. Leotard. Jumpsuit. Yeah. 
Yeah, snorkel suit. Yeah, they look fucking terrible. Yeah. What else do I hate? A lot. Of, I hate a lot of these things. Well, uh, I know you said you didn't like the weird, like, different colored shoulder thing up top, the Romulan-esque majig. Oh, in DS9 seasons five through seven? No, 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 the, the relativity. Right. Um... Yeah, it's a kind no, of No, I don't care for that one either. But I'm going to also give an honorable mention to Discovery Season 3. Yeah, Discovery Season 3 is not great. Because um, that one's Garbo. And oh, fuck. Oh, I forgot. I need, to sh- <laughs> I need to shit on Star Trek 2009. There's my other honorable mention. There we go. What did you I actually like? I hate them. Uh, I'll get back to that. You guys keep, <laughs> keep talking. Because uh, I'm, ri- I'm trying to also write this all down as I go. There. Yeah, I feel like I just have to agree with most of this. TMP is bad. Discovery is bad. Uh, aside from that, what ones don't I like? What do you like? Nothing. I'm just kidding. I really don't like the really boxy look on uh, the Kirk outfit there, the bottom from the... Which one is that? Beyond? This yeah. is Beyond. Yeah, it's a little boxy looking. I just don't like... I, mean, I know it's an, it's a drawing. I would like... I would sort of... I don't know. I don't know if I would feel the same, but I it's feel like it just looks really boxy. Pretty boxy. And the pants are shit. Don't forget the pants are shit. Well, I think the, the pants are more shit in 2009. Yeah, I think they noticed. fixed the pants in Oh, beyond. okay, okay. All right, never mind. Then I don't know. Those pants were real bad. What do yeah. I like? I like that. Only I can see where you're pointing. Yeah, what is it? That's TNG season three through seven. Yeah. This guy? Uh, yeah, that looks nice. Yeah, I like that one too. It's just because uh, Leffler wears it well, you know. <laughs> oh, um, I also, uh, stupid fucking Deltas notwithstanding, I really do love the original Discovery yeah. uniforms because they remind me so much. I think of the um, Beyond Away Team jacket. Yeah, they're very similar. The the blue and the cut, less um, wacko paneling and like shit. But I like them a lot. What's the gal to the left of Discovery Season 1? Oh, that's the uh, Franklin... Sorry, no, the left. Oh, the left. The, yeah, that the one. Franklin, uh, the Franklin Starbase uniforms. Yeah, I kind of dig those, too. Oh, I dig those, too. Are they kind of... You know what it is, honestly? They sort of look like proto-Ghostbusters, but I like <laughs> it anyway. Mm, yeah, there's a little Ghostbustery thing going on there. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I also like how utilitarian they are, because they look more like a uniform than just, like, I wear a shirt that's blue, or I wear... Oh, I also wanted to shit on the cage. I don't have room to shit on the cage. And I'd rather shit on Star Trek 2009 than the cage, so yeah. There's always room to shit on the cage. They're always bad. Jello. All right, I'll throw them on there just for fun. <laughs> Jake? Okay, let's see. So I'm going to say faves are... Twok. Yarp. With an honorable mention for DS9 Voy. Um, oh, that's yeah, that's pretty classic. That's what we see Bashir yep. in. Yep. yep. Although usually wearing a, a badge. Uh, well, that's, that's... He's in Dominion custody. Yeah, Dominion this, prisoner. Yeah, I tried to pick for this slide people being as slim in slim standing um, poses so that they could all fit. <laughs> yeah. So, so he's so like, okay, he's, he's standing stock straight. Put him on the slide. <laughs> all right, now, so for Lise, you know, I really don't hate a lot. I'm going to say dislike, I kind of dislike the season three discovery look. I'm also, and maybe it's just because of like the, the really high wastedness of it, but whatever Bev is wearing in the top right over there. Is oh, the like alternate future uniform. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the all good things look. The, the, the oh, pasture. is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was like, just thinking I really like the high waist. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just, 
it doesn't quite work. I never cared for the top of those of those uniforms. Yeah, it's more the top than necessarily the high waist. But the fact that it's a high waist makes the top you know, draws attention to it. It looks like you want to be wearing like a vest over it or something. Yeah. If you, if yeah. you got if you got your your pants literally like sticking up like this. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But then again, there are things that I do like about it. You know, I like the placement of the pips. I like that it's that it's got that, you know, that breast flap thing. Um, yeah, very, very. Which I'm a fan movie of movie style. Yeah, but I don't know. I, maybe it's just that that particular image of it. I don't care for. I don't know. But like are the other, like I, you know, TMP even, you know, whatever, man. Fine. The no, they're horrible. Wear what you want. <laughs> nope, burn them all. Wow. Uh, season one, two, uh, TNG also not 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 great. No, God. Here's so the thing: I don't think they look bad. I know that they fucking hated them. No, I they think look they look like they're circus performers. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they're very spandexy. And, <laughs> All right, and... fine. I withdraw my statement. Jeez, <laughs> they don't look that like they're Starfleet. It doesn't look that bad. They look fucking awful. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna circle back around because I haven't told you guys what I like the most, and what I like oh, yeah. the most is pockets. True. Uh, so I'm going to be shocking and give my favorite to Enterprise. Hey! Wow. Someone gets favorite really? in the heart. And here's, it's because, not, not that it's a good uniform, it's just that it's the perfect uniform for that show. Ugh. Yeah. And no, that's really, what I like about it. Like, it I also really like. a lot of sense. Yeah, it's why I also kind of like the, the Franklin and, what is this, the Yorktown? Yeah, Franklin's uh, Franklin's the one on the left. Yorktown's the one on the right. I like okay. that. Yeah. yeah, I like both of those an awful lot. I don't know because I honestly do not remember the movie at fucking all. But yeah, maybe I'd give an honorable mention to which one is the chick. That's Yorktown. that's Yorktown. Yorktown. I'm going to give an honorable mention to the Yorktown then because I like I like that look. I like the color blockings and the pockets and the giant fucking like uh, seat belt looking belt. I like that. Yeah, utility belt, the thigh holster. It's you know it's all coming together. Yeah. yeah, and just for another honorable mention, just to have another one. Yeah, I'm going to agree with with Jake that DS9 slash Voyager uh, look that we see Bashir in here is is just very very classic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there's a reason that you know when they went to those to two Picard uniforms, they both take a lot of their cues from that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like yeah, even though the DS9 seasons five through seven that we see Jadzia in. We kind of don't ever see this nodded to afterwards in any yeah, way. In retrospect, it was a bad idea. Yeah. Like, I remember Little Me loved them, and now I'm just like, wait, no, they're bland. <laughs> they're a little bit bland. Speaking of, the other question I want to ask you guys that is that is different from le- least favorites and favorites, even like in, in a very specific way, is, all right, let's say when we're comfortable going to cons again, we're going to a con, and you can wear whatever uniform you want of these duty uniforms, so not counting, like, admirals and off-worlds and all these things. Which duty f- uniform are you going to a con in? You got me. You got me that bitch tits Patrick uniform that I could put on. I feel like that would really look good. <laughs> oh my god, we should go to a con dressed as the characters from. <laughs> oh no! No, no that would be pretty. That's awful. offensive. Oh well, not god! If we just act like ourselves. <laughs> well, um, even then. <laughs> I have to consider which will best cover up my thunder thighs. 
So not uh, 2009 Uhura. Well, yeah, that's the question. In this, in this, in this bizarre fantasy, do we also get to have the body that that fits the uniform too? <laughs> I would say, bitch. you know what? I think if the movies have proven anything, a big guy can pull off the uh, twalk he- uniforms. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say twalk anyway. Um, yeah, they, well, those they, are yeah, good choices. Like, I love the Discovery Enterprise ones, but I could not pull that off well, at all. I might wear, I could put on what Tilly's got on and just add a belt, slightly modify. Yeah, and put a phaser on it. Or, yeah, there you go. If you like it, then you should have put a phaser on it. Yeah, speaking of, because what I was thinking, what, what, would, what would my going to a con uniform be? I like Warship Enterprise from uh, yesterday's Enterprise. Oh, there we go. That's my uniform because it's got a fucking belt while still being the kind of expected like a Star Trek look and that bitchin' goddamn collar. Yep, there we go. Which one is this? The one you see Yarin right here? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, Ames. You'd rock that. And your your answer was, did you want to say season four Discovery? I mean, I don't want to, but I feel like it's the only thing that's going to work on my physique. Well, it's it's the only instance we really have of, you know, a, a larger person wearing a Starfleet uniform. Again, right aside it. from, well, uh, actually, what what Admiral uniform did they put Patrick in when he wasn't in bitch tits mode? Because I feel we're like gonna he see good that. in that. Yeah, we're going to mm. see that when we talk about Admirals next week Oh, so maybe I'll go after. with uh, whatever Dax has got on there, then uh, go for a little Deep Space Nine season four and on or whatever. I don't know. Whatever, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I just thought it would be a fun, a fun. I think I would dress as a horda. Let me just tell you, I would actually wear a TAS uniform and write um, Kirk is a Kirk, Kirk, Kirk is a Kirk on the back. Here's the thing: no matter what uniform I'm wearing, underneath, understand I am wearing the same medallion Doc wore when they drafted him in TMP. Oh, yeah, wow. that's right. Can, can we all just can we just all go? Can as we go TMP as disco Doc? bones? Disco, disco bones. bones. Wow. <laughs> I don't like have Elvis, like chest Elvis hair impersonators, for that. but all just dressed as disco bones. How much scruff can we grow in time? Uh, I'm well, already to, there. I can probably grow more scruff than I'd like to admit, so we'll, let's skip it. We'll get you two some fake beards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Something Disco about bones. you and Jake being the cover for me and Ames being flaming lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fun. Yeah, that these are fun. fun. They're also they're also different yet similar in various ways. A lot of them I fucking hate. Next week, we're going to talk more uniforms, though. I forget if I scheduled dress uniforms or admirals. What did I schedule us for next week? I don't know. Next week. I mean, do you guys have a preference? Do you want to talk admirals next week since we've been talking about them so much? Uh, Ames, just... I want to do whatever you want to do. You're, you're the one, the mastermind behind all this brilliance. If that's what you want to do, let's do it. And if it isn't, that's all right. Yeah, I want to talk about admiral uniforms because there's some that are just off the goddamn wall. Uh, so we're going to talk Admiral Uniforms as our activity next week. Ooh. Oh, God, there's there's like 18 different versions from TNG alone. From like literally the first season of TNG alone. Yeah. It's kind of madness. It, it, it started to feel like after a while they just let every Admiral design their own uniform in the TNG era. It's a little, well, it's, it's wild. That's what comes of letting people replicate their shit. They start messing with it. <laughs> 
Especially on Deep Space Nine, I feel like they would get really crazy because who the fuck else is out there that's going to stop them? Cisco is taking all of his like serious calls like with no pants on. It's like <laughs> it's like pandemic Zoom meetings over there. He's got like gym shorts on, and he's like, "Oh yes, Admiral, I'm very glad we could meet today." <laughs> I love the this mental image I now have of Cisco. He's in his jacket. He's got the collar. But then he's got like just like Hawaiian shirt pattern shorts and flip flops on. <laughs> well, he's heading to the holodeck after that to go surfing or something. Who knows? He's gonna go. He's gonna go to a baseball game after. There we go. Ames. Aside from our blog post, what episodes are we talking next week? Uh, next week we're still in season two, Voyager. Oh, Christ. I listened to how to pronounce this and I've forgotten. It's a parturition. Okay. And then the other episode we're talking about next week is Persistence of Vision. Ooh, that's a very, uh, it's a very Star Trek title. It's a very Star Trek title, considering I own the novel Persistence of Memory. (laughs) Ah. Uh, Yeah, so we're talking about those next week. You can listen to them on all of our different podcast locations. We're on SoundCloud and all the other ones. Insert list here. You can find our discussion of all these uniforms we were just talking about on our blog, sshbpodcast.com, which is a link to our Tumblr page. You can friend us on the Facebook and the Twitter and all the places. And that's fucking it. This has been Ames. This has been Caitlin. This has been Jake. And this is always Chris. And now, which way to the bridge? Because I've been stuck in sand dreams all day. <laughs> Damn.